is the grain of the I want to hear all about that. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> our expert, our expert in the street or on, or on the couch or in the office, you know, wherever you are. That's what it is. And um, hey, welcome to the 147th meeting of the roundtable. And uh, of course, now we're calling it our current event show because COVID is no more a thing of the present, although I think it is. Um, welcome, everybody. This is Jan Landy. And I want to welcome the panel and uh, thank you for all coming. Uh, we're recording this right now at five o'clock on the, what's today's date? The 15th. And just remember everything you hear today is an opinion. So do your own research, but welcome everybody. And welcome to daylight savings time, which is basically killing me. <laughs> because now I have to get up an extra hour early so that I could start the show on time because when before daylight savings time i would wake up at seven o'clock which is a normal reasonable time for any individual but waking up at six o'clock after you've traveled is always a challenge and we just got back from bangkok which i have to tell you what a city what an amazing city do your own research for sure but i will tell you that bangkok there is nothing like it it is an amazing city it's vibrant it's exciting and it's polluted like crazy. You know, you in in LA it used to be, you know, remember in Los Angeles, I remember it used to be really polluted and the air quality control was horrible. David, what's the what is the are you on the phone? I guess that's how <clears throat> that's how captivating this show is. You uh, you get on the panel and then you take phone calls. I love it. But anyway, um, I remember in the old days that the air quality was really poor in Los Angeles. I believe they've cleaned it up. But I remember Woody Allen saying when he was talking about the what he liked about L.A. the most is that he would be able to see the air that he's breathing because he didn't trust it if he couldn't. And in Bangkok, <clears throat> you can see the particles in the air. There's no doubt about it. So you don't have to worry about uh, asking people to wear a mask. They will wear it on their own because you have to protect yourself from breathing in all that particles. So you'll see every Thai person, every Thai person, every Asian looking person will wear a mask. The only people not wearing a mask are the people that look uh, you know, like they come from either Europe or the United States, you know, crazy. Russia, wherever. So anyway, welcome. Uh, let's talk about what somebody else wants to talk about before I go into the subjects that I want to talk about. Anybody have anything they want to say? Well, is that, is that pollution because of the industry or just because the regulations are different there than they are where you are now? Uh, I don't think there are any regulations. Uh, there is very little electric in Bangkok. It's all gas, diesel, uh, and there's so many cars. I mean, there's so many cars and motorbikes on the streets of Bangkok that it would stagger your imagination. I don't think you can imagine that many vehicles in one location at the same time. So um, this, I believe that they use, um, the, well, one thing they do in, in the suburbs is they burn their trash. So there you go. Uh, that is definitely not... Um, friendly to the environment by any stretch of the imagination. So, uh, I mean, they do it here in Phuket as well. They do it everywhere. Uh, where how, they burn. how far are you from Bangkok? Uh, it's an hour flight, hour and 10 minute flight. So we're on the other side of the island of Phuket. So it takes about 45 minutes to go, uh, go to the airport as, on, on a normal day. But if you go at rush hour, uh, then it could take up to an hour and 15 minutes. Here. There's not a lot of, there's, you know, Phuket right now is getting more and more crowded now that COVID is over and Thailand has relaxed the restrictions. So um, it's it's really starting to really fill up a lot, but it's um, it's still, a, you know, it's still a great place to be. I still recommend, you know, like the old days uh, in Eastern Airlines, this is ages me, in New York when they were trying to get people to go to Florida, the guy would say, hey, come on down, you know. And I would say to you that, um, you know, Phuket's a wonderful place to visit um, and even live here. But we're thinking, you know, if it keeps getting, if it gets more and more crowded because so many people feel the way I do, then it's time to look for another place to live. You know, but for right now, everything's good. 
Um, so welcome, Sam. Welcome, Kurt. Welcome, Brian. Uh, welcome, David. Uh, what's new and exciting with you guys? Just try to gear up for the crazy summer. Oh. Yep, it is, uh, is going to be a crazy summer. And uh, one of the things that I want to tease about, I want to talk about sleep because right now I didn't get enough of it last night, but I do want to talk about sleep. So later in the show, we will talk about sleep. But in the interim, I want to wish, I want to wish Barbie a happy birthday. Barbie just turned 64. That's right. Mattel celebrated Barbie's big day, um, you know, by wishing her a happy birthday. So uh, let's say... That, uh, you know, I think there's a Barbie of every shape, size, and, uh, well, I don't know about the shape and size, but uh, she looks good for 64. I got to tell you, she looks good. On the other hand, for those New York fans that were following Joe Pepitone's career, and I thought it was over a long time ago, I had no idea the guy was still alive, but officially now, Unfortunately, he uh, passed away. Uh, Joe Pepitone, popular New York baseball player when I was uh, growing up, and he just died at 82. So uh, rest in peace, Joe. Do you guys ever remember who he is? You guys I remember, remember him? I don't remember which team he played for. It must have been the Yankees. Yankees. Played for the Yankees. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to go to New York and have his career die there. <laughs> well, New York's a good place to you go and die. I have to tell you, that's for sure. You know, and don't take my word for it. Do your own research. <laughs> so who watched the Academy Awards? And anybody want to say anything about everything, everywhere, all at once? Hard to watch. An amazing, it's an amazing movie, but it's really hard to watch. So what's the deal? What was the deal with um, the performance of Lady Gaga? What happened there? She wasn't supposed to perform. She said she wasn't coming. And then like three hours before the broadcast, she said she was. So I don't know what they were doing before her, but somebody was going to be singing it. But she ended up singing the song. She took off all her makeup. She changed her outfit. She totally dressed down for it, which is really different for her you know when they when she did the red carpet she was you know typically dolled up the way she normally does and yet when she was doing her performance it was bare just her it's kind of interesting yeah not the cocaine bear but i hear that he made an appearance as well i saw that movie too <laughs> speaking <laughs> of dressing down I can't believe all these see-through dresses that were on the runway. Now you're making me regret that I miss watching it. Damn, Sam. Unbelievable. Yeah, she had a dress. All that, online. She had a dress that went down below her butt, I think. Who is that? Lady Gaga. Oh, really? And then she and then she put in jeans and a T-shirt. I did see that. I, I mean, she's got a phenomenal voice. Took off her eyelashes. She, she really did a whole thing. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was a very impressive uh, performance. I mean, I did see that, um, um, and it was amazing. I mean, it's a good song. She really did a great performance, and I think she's an amazing, amazing talent. And uh, but the rea but it's it really takes a lot of guts to go on world television, not just national, with no makeup, based in you know jeans and and a t-shirt and just perform and i guess it, it just goes to show that the talent is what counts not 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 the way you look and she was captivating it was absolutely captivating to watch her perform yeah she's fearless yeah so okay. that was really cool what about the whale did anybody see the whale yeah i saw the whale what he, do you think he did a great did he job it? he deserved it yeah he did a great job you know i mean it, so part of it was the fat suit. You know, you got to say, okay, the fat suit made him a little less mobile, made it easier to act. But he also did a really good job of acting. You could tell that he was this injured person inside all of that. If it was real, inside all of that. It was well, a let's tell everybody who's, who hasn't seen it, like myself, what it's about. I hear that it's about a man that weighed like 400 pounds and he couldn't get it out of his house. 
Yeah, he's he's like a depressed guy. He has issues with his daughter that you know that you know they like or don't like each other, and he's got all these personal issues, and he's totally depressed, and he's on the edge of death because he's morbidly obese, and he the whole movie takes place in his house because he can't leave, and so it's a pretty powerful moving piece. They did a great job. He deserved the, the award. Well, very good. Very, very good. And does anybody else have anything they want to say about the highlights of the uh, Academy Awards for them? Did they watch it? Did everybody watch it? Nobody watch it? Well, the song that won, which was the from the uh, RRR, the Indian movie, it's hard to say whether the song won or the performance won because it was a really energetic group dance that made the song much better than I think it really was. And so I don't know if it deserved to win, but the whole thing as a package was fabulous to watch. Well, very good. Anybody else have anything they want to say about that? Yeah, the word was that Tom Cruise didn't show up because uh, he didn't want to run into his ex. Well, the well, that's pretty interesting. You wouldn't think that he'd have a problem with anything because he could always have his bodyguards protect him from that. Yeah, well, he, he, never, he never shows up in award shows. He never has. So it's not like, oh, this time he decided because of that. He's never shown up. Not that he's been nominated much, but he's just never shown up. Well, that the, the basically the movie Top Gun was pretty impressive this time around, you know, and when you look at Top Gun from this time around till the to the original, um, even though it was so many years prior to that, it the technology has improved so much in the in the way you can film a movie like that. It was so impressive. Well, you know, he insists on a does his own stunts. But B, that all, not all, but pretty much most of the flying and everything else was real. It wasn't CGI. Right. So he had the actors really being thrown around in a plane as opposed to, you know, everybody do this, everybody do that. Oh, no, no. Yeah, actually. And they, and they, they, they had them. Uh, they had I believe they were the red cameras. Is that maybe Brian knows? I believe they were using red specialized red cameras. Each one of these are like 10,000 bucks a piece. These cameras, I believe that's what they used. Yeah. And they had like six or seven of them, you know, so they got every angle of the of, of the of the actor while they were actually under the force of the G's. That's a, that's Tom Cruise. That's the way he does stuff. Yeah, pretty amazing. Well, listen, before we move on, um, because we talked about the whale, did you guys hear about this new weight loss drug that could be the end of obesity? Zempic. Uh, I don't know what it's called. Let's see. But uh, they just announced it, uh, that uh, basically that, that it's a possibility that it could, it could cure obesity. As I look at the article, Americans are getting fatter and fatter, uh, but pharmaceutical companies are rolling out new prescription drugs that really do help people and keep off significant amounts of weight. Celebrities like Elon Musk have touted their benefits. Boy, this guy touts everything. This is amazing, you know. Um, did you hear that he thought about buying the bank that went out of business, that uh, Silicon Bank? I saw He's the got that kind of money. But he didn't because it wasn't a bright move. Yeah, actually, HSBC bought part of it, and I mean, they really did a good job on. I mean, it, it could it could have been a run on the banks, and they definitely did a great job, in you know, in keeping that from becoming a a a, a, a pandemic of financial loss for everybody. But it's been tough because Credit Suisse now out of uh, out of uh, Europe has had a little bit of a challenge. And uh, so now the stock market, I didn't see what it did today, but I heard it, it, it didn't do well. Which it, was, is, it was down almost 700 points, but it, it ended up only down 280 points. So it came uh, back. Wow, what a load that is off my mind, I will tell you. But anyway, now there, is several, there are several drugs right now that are out there 
that basically are game changers. And the and I guess like uh, Ozempic, Wegovy, Mongiorno, anybody taking any of these drugs? Well, Ozempic, is that the one for uh, diabetes? I don't yes, know. Yes, it is for diabetes, but people in Hollywood have used it for losing weight as a, right. as so, a miracle weight loss. So when you stop taking it, you gain all the weight back. Yeah, well, that's basically how everybody does it because, you know, when, when I lost all the weight that I lost, I learned a lot about weight loss and how your body works. And the reality is, is that fat cells are a lot like matter. It can either be created nor destroyed. What happens is, is that when you start to lose weight, your fat cells shrink, but they never go away. So what, the reason why so many people gain the weight back is because their fat cells don't disappear. They just get smaller when they lose the weight. And then when they go back to eating the sweets and the carbohydrates and the white flour and all that other bad stuff, their, 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 their fat cells just say, oh my God, and they absorb it. And uh, of course, then you balloon up again. So uh, that's what happens. Um, so the, the key to keeping it off, uh, and I'm doing the best I can. I mean, it's been 10 years now and I still haven't gained uh, the weight back. I've gained some of it back, but n not enough to complain. But the reality is, is that you drink plenty of water, you know, plenty of water. Uh, stay away from uh, uh, carbonated beverages and uh, white, white flour and, and white sugar. And, you know, it's not, it's not that difficult, you know, and remember to push yourself away from the table when you're full instead of overeating. And those are the, and that is my uh, recommendation. Of course, do your own research because that is my opinion. Anyway, I will throw the link about the uh, the the drug about obesity into the chat for you guys. So um, another thing that's interesting right now is this California Proposition Twenty Two, and that could affect the whole country because basically Uber Uber drivers and Lyft drivers are the government wanted to consider them employees, but I believe now that they no longer have to be considered employees due to this uh, California court. Well, they anybody never, know anything about they, that? They never were employees. And then the state said, wait a minute, you, they're not getting, they're being abused. You need to make them employees. And so they came up with that proposition. And then the proposition passed and then the lift fought the thing and the judge agreed with them now so now the drivers don't have to become employees the drivers never wanted to be employees because it limits their freedom to pick and choose when they want to work so it's only the government that wanted to make this happen and now i think everybody is happy except the government well I, I can't, I, I, I hate to think that the government could be happy at any one time. Uh, you know, just again, that's my opinion. You know, I don't, I, I want to see the government very unhappy. Um, but, um, you know, it's tax time and they're all just going, <laughs> you know, so it's David, tax time. That, so was that ruling narrow or would, do you see that carrying over to some other stuff like day labor for uh, shows and stuff? Well, yeah, of course, it's going to carry over because it's, it, it's you know, the as they say, high tide raises all boats and the low tide sinks all boats. So, yeah, yeah this mean, is going to be, uh, read, this is going to affect everybody. Well, I read Proposition 22. It was just for the ride shares. Or is, did I misread something in there? Uh, you might have, hey, look, you're the resident expert on whatever we talk about. So, uh, you know, <laughs> whatever you say, we believe. Well, no, From I what just, I read, it was just for the uh, the Uber, the Lyft, the ride share. So yeah, I mean, but that could, to your point, Jan, get around some of the other stuff that you, the California people have to deal with with day labor. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And it, it's it's something that it's something that will it definitely permeate a lot of the the rest of the country as well. Whatever happens there, for sure. And All right. So, here, here's what it says. Okay. It says that Prop 22 was an exception that was given to app-based transportation and delivery companies. So they didn't have to become independent, uh, rather than, they can be, they can stay as independent 
contractors, but it was only yeah. for app-based transportation and delivery companies. So <laughs> this ruling doesn't affect the rest of us. There you go. Now you have it. You've heard it here first, or maybe second, third, whatever it is, but you heard it here. There you have it. Um, so NAB is back. All, all, everything is coming back. I mean, all the shows, all the conventions, everything. I mean, there are people mingling now like crazy. Mingle, mingle, mingle. You know, uh, masks are a thing of the past in the United States, from my understanding. Do you still need a mask on a plane? Officially Anybody fly no. in the United States lately? Officially, no, no. but they're trying to reinstate it. You know, I've flown and nobody has said a word to me about masks. It's just doctor's offices or any medical. I have to wear one to go to the vet, get my dog medicine. Really? I'm not kidding. Any health care in Washington, you have to wear a mask still. That makes sense. And that's mandated or is that the doctor's one? It's mandated by the state still. I think yeah. it expires in about a month, though. Yeah. I never could understand why, you know, you go to the doctor, you're sick, and, and why the doctor wouldn't be wearing a mask when you get into the office. In the old days, the doctors didn't wear masks uh, at all, you know, you, you know, and they would see so many sick patients because nobody goes to the doctor when they're not sick, you know, unless if it's, you know, for a, for a physical. But other than that, and so it just seemed to me, hmm, Maybe going to a doctor, he should have wore a mask, you know? But then maybe no, not because he wants more now. business. So he, he wants to catch it so he can give it to you. I don't know. Then you have to come back to see him. It's a, it's a, it's a way to maintain his business flow. <laughs> anyway, uh, the NAB is April 16th the 19th in Las Vegas. Um, and if anybody wants to go in the sound of my voice, we'll throw in a free link here to uh, you just go to the NAB.com and you could use the code E as in Edward, M as in Mary, 20 to get a free exhibit pass. So there you go. Uh, so if you want to come, I'm thinking I might be back in Las Vegas for that. Uh, just happened to be coincidental because it's April and I might just come back for NAB. Um, it's a good show. Anybody in this room ever go there? Yeah, I like NAB. Yeah, we've met there before. I haven't been there in a long time. Yeah, it's still yeah, not. It's, it's you know, it's still it has audio in it, but it's really not based on audio. Okay. Well, moving along a little bit. Did you guys hear about this thing with Apple and Snoop Dogg? No. Listen to this. Apple's money and Snoop Dogg's songs, they have started a billion dollar music startup. Does anybody know anything about this? Mm -hmm. Bloomberg is reporting it right now. And basically what it is, is it's a startup that they're, this guy Snoop Dogg, he is impressive. I mean, this guy, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I really was not a huge fan of, of his music. But the reality is, is that this guy is one hell of a businessman. And you, when you think of him, you don't really normally think of business because you always think of him as, you know, man, this guy is high. And wherever he goes, there's always a trail of marijuana smoke. But basically, um, they got a record company going right now. Larry Jackson learned the record business from the two most important people, uh, you know, Clive Davis and Jimmy Ivone. And now Snoop Dogg, he, he just has a, a, he's got a billion dollars in capital and he's now going to be uh, going out and signing music. And it's Snoop Dogg's label. It's called Gamma, Gamma Records. Well, I mean, he's sitting, you see him with Martha Stewart all the time. So there's got to be a whole lot more than to him than what we used to think of as just a guy gets high and is a rapper. You got to wonder what Martha's putting in those cookies. <laughs> yeah, he's probably getting it from Snoop Dogg's private stash. You know, there you go, Martha and Snoop Dogg, you know? I read a thing with him, he said he really respected her because she didn't snitch and she went and did the time right. on her insider trading thing or whatever it was. Yeah, right. Yeah. So she's got cred with Snoop for that, he says anyway. Well, I can't blame him. I can't blame her. By the way, this is National Scam Week, I guess. So that if you if you ever thought about getting into the scamming business, 
This would be a good week to start because it's National Scam Week. Uh, but listen to this. More than $10 billion in losses from online scams were reported to the FBI in 2022. The highest annual loss in five years, according to a new report from the Bureau. People over 60 accounted for $724 million of those scams. But, I mean, it's crazy. $10 billion in scams. And uh, it's not, it's not going to stop. And I highly recommend that whatever you do, you never click on a link in an email from somebody until you talk to them first. You can't send, hey, did you send me this link? You know, because then if it's a scammer, you know, he'll just say, yeah, I sent it to you. But so um, if, somebody, if, if somebody wants you to click on something or send you a file and you're not expecting it, my biggest advice to you is don't open it, call them up and say, hey, did you send this to me? Or send them an email saying, hey, I've got this. Uh, I need to talk to you before I open it to make sure it's really you. So that's something Jan, that I- Have you followed the, there's a YouTube channel, it's called the Glitter Bombers and they glitter bombed an India scam center. They literally got a glitter bomb into the call center. The guy's got- Oh, is that where they open the box and it explodes with glitter? Yeah. yeah. He's like a NASA engineer or something, and he decided to go for it. So it's got a camera in it with a GPS, and it transmits, and he can watch the whole thing happen. And he's it, got some some sort of fart spray that they say is just obnoxious. Yeah, and right, the fart spray. <laughs> he kept adding. There were different versions. He kept making it better and better. Yeah, that's cool. No, I haven't seen it. Uh, if you want, throw the link in the chat and Tina will put it up on uh, social media for us. Um, you know, speaking of of spams, I don't know about you guys, but man, the, these little fees that come up uh, on your checking account, and your credit card account and all this other stuff. Well, anyway, the Consumer Protection Bureau uh, has the Junk Fee Protection Act, which I think is going to go into effect, and it's going to uh, uh, it's going to eliminate to my porch. And now he's about to open it. What? What was that? What was that? I found anyway, the, I found the glitter bomber, but the sound came on. Okay, very good. Yeah. Anyway, they're going to eliminate excessive fees and all sorts of things. And of course, in Ticketmaster, they're going to get rid of all of those excess fees already. Because basically, you know, it's, you know, you could the, going to a concert or sporting event can easily add hundreds of bucks to a family's night out because of these hidden costs. I mean, look at Las Vegas, resort fee costs, all of these things. I think it's a great idea. Has anybody have given it any thought? It needs to go away. <laughs> yeah, of course it needs to go away. Absolutely, it needs to go away. And anyway, so it looks like this law is going to an effect. And, uh, you know, I mean, you should write your congressman to make sure that they do vote for it uh, because uh, uh, it would it would happen almost immediately that you would see uh, all of these fees go away. We'll throw the link in the chat from Yahoo Finance. So if you haven't seen it, you could you you, you could actually uh, uh, read it yourself. Aren't the right? resort fees like regional or local or county taxes more than anything else? Um, well, they're hidden fees. Uh, they go, I believe they go to the state. Tina, what do you think? Uh, the resort fees? Yeah. Uh, I don't know where they go because they say that they're for internal uh, Wi-Fi, using the gym, uh, getting your boarding passes printed. You know, that, that's what they say they're for daily. So they're they're like almost like a tech fee. Tech, gym, and printing fee. So I would think that's just more uh, um, uh, benefit to the hotel, but it doesn't go anywhere. They don't donate it to anybody. It's always been a profit margin for them. It, it's it's hidden fees that they're trying to get around, and I think part of the other reason the government's wanting is they're not collecting taxes on it. Again, it goes back to the taxes, so they're not saying it's part of your room rates. So it's 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 a tax free thing that quote unquote they're arguing. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you in hidden fees, right? So here in Thailand, when you buy a ticket, they give you a itemized receipt of where all the money goes to and at least at least one full single space page you wouldn't believe how many taxes and fees are on a 
single airplane ticket here in Thailand, you know, and it, it, you know, it's like a penny, two pennies here, six cents here, you know, of course, well, they don't use, they, they don't use uh, US dollars, they use bots, but uh, basically it, it, there are so many fees in an airline ticket and in the United States, I'm sure it's the same way. I mean, look at your phone bill. My phone bill is, you know, um, look at all those extra fees that you pay in a phone bill, you know, line service charges, uh, uh, excess tax, this tax, that tax. It's crazy. $695 prep fee on your car. Yeah. What is that for? What are they prepping? You know? Gas is expensive, but not that expensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Anyway, um, when uh, the restaurants are still charging COVID fees or lack of employee fees. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think fees, you know, there's a lot of fees to be had out there. And, uh, you know, we've been paying them. And, and, and it's nice to know now that they're going to no longer be hidden fees. You're going to actually see them or they're going to go away. I think that's brilliant. You know, it should have been done a long time ago. Well, does that mean it's so on the website when you're booking a hotel room, they've got to tell you what the resort fees are before you book it, before you hit the click and buy. Is that what they're saying? That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. And if not, do your own research because, uh, you know, how do I know what they're saying? Um, hey, so anyway, so Kurt, you're getting busy this year. Everybody's getting busy. And the supply chains are out there. We're seeing that the supply chain issues are starting to go away. But they're still present. What do you guys, you know, Brian, Kurt, uh, David, are you seeing anything right now in regards to any supply chain issues clearing up when you place an order with manufacturers? Still waiting forever on <clears throat> wireless or anything with Dante in it. That's for sure. That hasn't gotten any better. Yeah, but the Dante, well, just like, let's let's explain to what, why don't somebody explain to the audience what Dante is? <laughs> it's a, a digital audio networking management technology. And they put it in all the, uh, like, sure, put it in all the uh, their wireless receivers. But, you know, now you can't get it without it, so they can't make them. Yeah. Well, all right. Just to make it simple for everybody, basically, it's 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 the way that that one piece of equipment talks to another piece of equipment. I mean, that's really the simplest way you could you you could you and it's a digital it's a digital digital interface. Um, basically, it has to do with the patents of Dante. That is the problem. So they're they, they've now redeveloped the next level of Dante, and they're changing that around. And that is what's uh, affecting that aspect of the supply chain. So, but as far as, you know, I, I mean, manufacturers are now starting to get the raw material. Um, like for example, one of our manufacturers um, that we might speak about would be, you know, Harman or Meyer or, um, or Digico or Yamaha, and we're starting to see the products start to trickle into the market now, right? Yeah, and outside the industry, I just was trying to fill a prescription for my daughter, and every uh, pharmacy in the area says there's a national shortage of that particular compound or whatever used to make that medicine. Well, a lot of our medicines are manufactured in China, believe it or not. Well, there's a national shortage of the thing she needed. Finally found it. Good. Glad you found it. Um, but basically, I'm seeing that the supply chain issues, like look at, look at, let's, let's talk about the car industry. You know, everybody drives a car. Uh, the reality is, is that for during COVID, the used car prices were almost as high as a new car price, right? But now you see that the new, the new car manufacturers now have product that they're selling now, I haven't seen a car lot. Um, has anybody driven by a car lot in the United States? Are you seeing more cars on the lot? Yeah. Absolutely. In Albuquerque, the lots are full. Absolutely full. Kurt, what about in Washington? Uh, yeah, they're, they're getting full again. 
And Brian? About 50-50 in North Carolina. Okay. So basically what's happening is now, as you see, the used car prices are starting to drop. And car dealers, the new car dealers, are starting to offer incentives for you to buy the new cars. Am I correct? Yep. Depends on the model, yeah. Yeah. And so basically in our industry where we where we provide PA systems, you know, sound, light, staging and video, we have been having that problem right now as far as inventory goes. Like, for example, um, Kurt, I know that uh, I know that you use Meyer product. If you order something right now from Meyer, what's the what are they what are they projecting the weight? It's pretty good compared to everything else. It's about you know, 12 weeks. Brian, what about you? Are you seeing anything in, in, in placing any new orders? It depends on what I'm looking for. Some stuff's available, some stuff's not. Right, so. there you go. And so basically what we're going to see as the raw materials start to flood in to the marketplace, which now that they are, because the big manufacturers, such as the, you know, Boeing and Ford and Chrysler and General Motors and all of those manufacturers are starting to get their inventory chains uh, back to normal. We're going to start to see that kind of aspect hit all industries. And what we're going to see right now is the prices, the prices are going to start to stabilize. The inventory is going to start to become greater. The supply that would be the inventory, the supply would start to become greater. And then, of course, because the supply becomes great, then the demand is full. And as the demand goes down, the supply gets greater, all the prices will go down. And when the manufacturers start to have abundance of material that they need to sell, they're going to start to offer incentives. And as they start offering incentives to buy, to, you know, look, everything is made, everything, everything that's made, I, I don't know about all over the world, but I do know in the United States that there is nothing that's made in the United States that isn't planned with obsolescence in mind. In other words, whatever you buy today, in a few years from now, it's going to be, you know, outdated, and there's going to be something newer and greater and more efficient. Would everybody agree with that? Well, that's just progress in general. <clears throat> they don't have to actually say, this phone won't be in use in two years. You just know it is because they keep improving stuff. So That's well, right. Well, you're talking about planned obsolescence. is something that's actually made to break down in a certain period of time. And there's, that's around, but I don't know if it's as you know pervasive as just stuff changing. No, I wouldn't say it like that. I would say that manufacturers have to make new stuff all of the time so that, and they have to upgrade their product. Otherwise, there's no reason for people to buy new. Right. right? Unless you, you know, so you, like, for example, in our industry, before there, before there was the Panther, there was the Leo. Am I correct on that? Yeah. Yeah, Lion, but yeah, the Leo series. Lion, Leo, whatever, Mina, 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 whatever. In other words, if they if they didn't come out with Panther, people would still be buying the Leos the and the Lions. But now that they got the Panther, which is a better speaker, more efficient, people are moving that and moving to that. It's just so now is that I wouldn't say that's planned obsolescence, but I would say that the manufacturers have, have made it better so that you have to like okay let's go let's go to something that everybody could relate to is a computer right every every year the computers get a little bit faster the chips get a little bit smaller they get a little more efficient and so auto, all automatically you start to think that after a while while well, you need the later and greater one look at apple phones for example you know you you could still use an apple phone 11 but certain features are no longer available in the Apple phone 11. You need to go up to the Apple 12, the 13 or the 14 before you can use those features. And those features are great enough for to make you decide that, hey, I want to move up to that new product. Would you agree with that? Sure. Yeah, it seems yeah. like you can get about five years if you're lucky out of any piece of technology, whether it's speakers or computers or 
you know, or, you know, there's, there's things that are outside that, like an SM58 hasn't changed in 60 years or something. That's right. But that is replaceable because they break. In other words, because it's a handheld object, it's easy, you know, it's easy for some, but they do have capsules. You could buy those little round things that you screw yeah. on, you know, basically. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it, they don't break. But the point of the matter is, is what I'm saying is right now, there's going, to, with all the shows that are happening right now and all the work that's going on, there's going to be, uh, uh, and I'm guessing by the, by the, by the third quarter of this year, that there is going to be an abundance of equipment out there and that the used equipment market is going to start to explode because or implode because the value that we've had for the last two years is going to disappear once the new gear starts to hit the market because basically you're selling stuff from 2000 let's just say 2019 but it has hardly any use on it right you would no, right? So it hardly has any use because nobody's used it for two years because it was COVID, because nobody was going to concerts. But now we're going to forget that period of time because now we're having 2020, 2023 models, 2022, and now your model is now back to being four years old and the value of it is going to be diminished. So my recommendation, if you're out there, you know, start looking at your new gear and start thinking about selling your old gear right now before the market starts to dissipate and the value of that gear drops. That's all I'm saying. It was long about, you know, took me a long time to get there, but I got there. <laughs> so there you have it. That's my advice out there. So, um, and also, we'll throw in a link in the chat about the supply chain that Bloomberg, it was a good article that Bloomberg had about the uh, about uh, the supply chain and how it's being affected right now and how it's all coming back, which is really good. Um, anyway, taxes are coming up April 15th. Um, there is an article that I read. It's really cool. It's five uh, common mistakes that people make with their IRA. And I'm not going to get into it because I'm not a financial advisor, but I will throw that link into the chat for you guys. So uh, it's very interesting. You probably already know it, but it's nice to have it uh, reinforced. Um, I hope everybody here uh, appreciates that. So um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about now is sleep. So um, what do you think of it? Does everybody get enough sleep? Not even close. You know, so now there's a study that just came out. It says, and I'll read it. Make sure you're getting a long restful night's sleep before you head to the doctor's office for a vaccination. A new study finds that you should aim for at least six hours of quality slumber in order to maximize your body's response to a vaccine. It seems that sleep affects your immunity after the after a vaccine and sleeping less than six hours, your body might uh, not respond as well to the um, the virus or the bacteria. But women are lucky because it doesn't affect the women. It only affects men. And uh, that was an article in CNN. And we'll throw that into the chat as well. Has anybody experienced that where you were tired and you went and got a vaccine and uh, all of a sudden you felt a little bit worse for it? No, but I think I, I, I can say that when I was tired, my blood pressure was higher. That's yeah, possible. That's possible. Anyway, there's a lot of articles about sleep out there right now, and everybody's, everybody is agreeing to one thing, that sleep is very important. And, uh, you know, and, and basically, it's, 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 sometimes it's really hard to get sleep. Uh, I know that, you know, you, especially if you get exhausted, you know, you, you, you find yourself, you know, having trouble sleeping when you're exhausted. And I know that happens with me as well. But I read this interesting article and I'm going to share it with you right now. Uh, it's basically always feeling exhausted. Embrace the military sleep discipline rule to get the perfect night's sleep. Do you guys know anything about this? Mm -hmm. yep. Well, 
You're about to get rimple, new, rip, new ripples in your brain. You know, they say that whenever you learn something new, you get a ripple in your brain. So there you go. So basically, the military method, it's a two-minute routine created by Navy pre-flight school to help pilots fall asleep. Um, within six weeks, 90, 96% of the pilots could fall asleep within two minutes or less, even if they were sitting in a chair listening to a recording of machine gun fire or had just consumed coffee. So... Here we go. Number one, relax your entire face. Now, don't do this while don't do this while 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 we're on while we're on the air here. Wait till wait till you're in a peaceful place where nobody cares. Hi, Wayne. Welcome. Hey, Wagga Wagga. <laughs> Hello, all. G'day, g'day. You're a late. resident expert from Australia is here, so we'll, we'll throw him a question in a little while. I think you uh, just remember the answer. You know, I told you the answer already. You know, that's why you're the resident expert. You know, I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect answer. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so here's how it works. Number one, relax your entire face, close your eyes, breathe slowly and deeply. Then slowly relax all of your face muscles. If it helps, start with your forehead muscles and work your way down. Relax your jaw, your cheeks, your mouth, your tongue, everything, including your eyes. Let them go. That's number one. Number two, drop your shoulders and hands. Let go of any tension. Relax your neck, your, your traps. Feel yourself sinking into the chair or the bed. And then start at the top of your right arm and slowly relax your biceps your forearms, your hands, repeat on the other side, and don't forget to keep breathing slowly and deeply. Number three, ex exhale and relax your chest. With your shoulders and arms relaxed, that should be easy. Number four, relax your legs, start with your right thigh, let it sink into the chair or bed, then do the same with your calf, ankle, and foot, repeat the process with your left leg. Now clear your mind. Granted, it's hard not to think about anything. I end up thinking about not thinking about anything. And if that's you, try holding on to an image in your mind. Choose something relaxing. Picture yourself lying comfortably in darkness. But if that, you know, and hopefully that'll work for you. Uh, and then number six, try repeating the words, don't think for 10 seconds. Now, I know that's easy for me because I, I, I have a hard time thinking. So, uh, you know, don't think, don't think, don't think. If nothing else, that should help distract you from thinking about whatever it is that might otherwise keep you awake. And anyway, we'll share that. But basically, um, that is the trick to the military ability to fall asleep in, under any circumstance. So what do you guys think of that? It works. I get to sleep all the time like that. Let my mind go. I find that in a sleeping pill works really good. <laughs> you know, that's a, you know, that's a little ambium here and there, you know, boom. Good night, nurse. There you have it. So does anybody know where that expression came from? Good night, nurse. I've heard that before. Benny Hill, possibly? Who knows? All right. Well, there you go. Anyway, also, speaking of sleep, there was a very interesting article. I know coming from me, you'll find it really fascinating that I would even bring this up. Uh, but there are benefits of sleeping naked. And uh, sleeping naked might, might, may help you fall asleep quicker. But I highly recommend that if you're in a public place, like a you know, doctor's office, do not try that. You know, so wait till you get home and you're in the comfort of your own home before you try sleeping naked. Otherwise, there could be some real adverse effects. All right. Last thing I want to talk about, there is some gadgets. There are 19 technologies to help you nod off. Philips U white light and color starter kit, uh, Lumi body clock, a bunch of things. We'll throw the link in the chat on that. And... Um, there you have it. That is, so who wants to talk about sleep? I'm too tired to. <laughs> yeah. But if you can get it. Yeah, or to quote, to quote one of my, my favorite, you know, my favorite people to quote, W.C. Fields, 
When he talks to somebody with insomnia and the guy says he's got insomnia, W.C. Field says, I've got a wonderful cure for insomnia. And the guy says, yeah, what is it? What is it? And W.C. Field says, get plenty of sleep. That's the cure for insomnia. So there you have it. Um, next week, we'll talk about what Ping says about, uh, you know, if you pee in the middle of the night, what it says about your health. So stay tuned for next week if you're interested in that. Other than that, ladies and gentlemen and children of all ages, um, who wants to say something? Who wants to bring something up? Our, res- our resident expert, Wayne, from Australia. What do you want to say? Well, I had a pretty good week in the old electrons. Um, I did a show in Hollybrook, Holbrook. Uh, with the cover band were very good. Then I did two blues bands on Sunday, uh, who were very very good. And um, if, uh, and then I did. I have to do my um, my uh, uh, job seeker because I'm in the job seeker thing. So I had to do two days at at, at uh, Vinnie's, which is a place that sorts uh, unwanted product, and then it, it gets sold at really cheap prices. Um, and that's been going. That's a great shop you know you can go and get if you you know you can get all sorts of people donate it's a whole bunch of stuff that gets donated i don't know if they've got one in the us of a i'm sure they do but um vinnie's has been going for years so it's a shop where you anything that you want that's unwanted anything except for electrical items they um you donate it and and i was in the sorting department for a couple of days and um and but they they sort all the good stuff you pick all the good stuff an awful lot goes to the tip, let me tell you. And um, and then they put it out and in the shop, and you come in and you can buy things from a dollar to to whatever. You know, they they they're all reasonable prices. So if you're looking, like yesterday, I was unpacking stuff. People had brand new clothes, lots of brand new clothes, and they just they obviously didn't want them anymore. So that's been my um, uh, week, and I've been programming a Roland. Um, 480V this morning and last night. I went to two hours last night and you always forget something when you're programming something. You go through and I check every layer and I check all the stuff I've done, all the, because it's just a starting file. And you always forget something and you've already put it on your USB. And and uh, so I've done that and I've done a little soundy craft, you know, the little expression, not the expression, what's the one below it, the little rack mount one where you got to go on to, um, You've got to go to Soundcraft in UK to be able to edit it. The UI24 it is. The, um, don't mind them as a little rack mount unit. Um, and uh, it even has 36 dB um, high pass filters on it, which is quite unusual for a little board. So I've been a very busy electron person this week. Well, very good. Thank you for validating uh, another it, way for us to thing, fall asleep quicker. I appreciate that. <laughs> and the other thing, Jan, isn't Australia um, and America becoming quite uh, connected in the land of submarines? Yeah, yeah that's a pretty impressive thing. What happened is, of course, you know, France is not very happy about that, you know, but, you know, what what, what, what the hell, uh, you know, uh, what is France happy about these days, you know, uh, but, you know, because they wanted to do the deal with uh, with with Australia. But of course, you know, the, the latest and greatest technology and in, 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 uh, nuke submarines is from the United States. So Australia is making the right move, I think. Yeah, and and our, our um, prime minister's in Florida, or he was yesterday. I thought he was in uh, San Diego. Well, that's the same thing, isn't it? <laughs> it is as far as Not Australia goes. <laughs> well, they're nuclear powered subs, not nuclear armed subs. That's right. Yeah. To be clear. And, and England's involved. Well, England's involved in that too, isn't it? How do you pronounce it? A U K U S. How do you pronounce that? As one word. Huh? What is that? That's what the that's what the join of a whole thing is. They they keep call it A U. K-U-S, how do you pronounce that? You don't. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, you don't pronounce it like that. That's it, yeah. And I started watching the Oscars. I started watching the Oscars on Monday night, but I was so tired. But I did see Pinocchio get an Oscar. And um, and then I really wanted to watch watch it, and I thought they'd do a rerun, but I haven't seen a rerun yet. Yes. Ah. <sighs> Uh, A-U-K-U-S is an acronym 
um, with it? the pact between Australia, United Kingdom, and the U.S. I think I think what we should do is talk about procrastination. But I'll tell you what. Let's wait till next week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, did you know President Biden has been out here since last night in Las Vegas? Uh, I did. I mean, of course, it makes news wherever he goes. Uh, but yes, I did know. I did know that he was out there. Uh, I'm sure, you know, one of the things that I hate about no matter what president it is, when they come to the town where I'm at, it stops everything. The traffic is horrible when when that happens you know it's just crazy why they you know i mean why they have to shut the freeways down so this guy could you know drive i mean it's crazy that's really a great benefit of, if, if there's no other reason other than air force one or you know having a helicopter at your disposal you know but to get on a highway and not have any traffic no matter where you go that's impressive i mean you know that's one if, if if that's the only reason i would think about running for president if i was ever thinking about running for president that's a good reason plus you can't yeah. drive they don't, so, to drive. they don't let you drive anywhere well, 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 I actually, 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 that is not 100% true because uh, there was a, there was a comedian in coffee segment with Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, that's true. Uh, where Obama actually drove a Corvette on the White House grounds. And it can't be on they, a public road. Yeah, it, he, he was able to drive it on the White House grounds and Secret Service was all over the place. You know, they, he wasn't allowed to leave the White House grounds. Didn't they do that with uh, Uncle Joe at a uh, Air Force base or something? He was driving. He got to drive his vet. Was it his vet or was it the new electric car? No, the new there's electric a lot. Car. One of them was with the Jay Leno, not driving in cars, but the Jay Leno garage show. They had Biden and his Corvette yeah. up against Colin Powell's son and Colin Powell's. That's right. That, that's what I remember. Because years ago, Colin Powell and Biden did that, and uh, Colin Powell missed the shift, and Biden won the race. So Colin Powell's son was up for revenge, and uh, the Secret Service was there, and they were actually, you know, doing a drag race. So it was, but it was on an Air Force base or, or yeah, it was on a runway at an Air Force base or something, military base or something. Yeah, and mm -hmm. Colin Powell's car won the second time because you know it was a 1963 Corvette. Against the, you know, 2014 or whatever the heck it was. So. Well, the Corvette was really a great, you know, the 357, you know, four barrel carburetor, you know, not that I know anything about it. I just, uh, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just uh, repeating it from what I remember. You know, I have no idea what's the difference between a four barrel carburetor and a toaster. But, uh, you know, except that's the your one... other business, carbroker.com. <laughs> Uh, but that's it for me. Um, if anybody, oh, you know, actually, I got two other things I want to share with you. Two other things. Really cool. We'll throw the link in there. Uh, there is some unbelievably breathtaking images from an underwater photographer of the year contest that CNN held. And the winners, the, 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 the pictures are mind blowing. Uh, they're really, really good. So go check this out. It's CNN Travel, um, and Tina will throw the link up in the chat. And the other thing, which I think is unbelievably cool, and every one of us has money in our pocket or knows what money looks like, but do you know how money is made? And the New York Times, because basically the first woman who's ever signed a, a, a bill, Janet Yellen, uh, so they did this special, the New York Times did an interactive uh, um, article on printing money. And it is fascinating if you're interested how U.S. currency is made. Uh, this is, don't miss this. Go look at it. If you, you know, everybody, everybody likes money. Some people love it, but everybody likes money. I don't know anybody who doesn't like money. Um, uh, I know people that don't love it, but I do know people that don't like it. I don't know anybody who doesn't like money. Who doesn't like money? I mean, everybody likes money. So you might as well see how it's made, just like the little babies, you know. Um, and so it's a really cool, it's a really, really, really cool. You'd be surprised how much work goes into making uh, uh, a dollar bill. Uh, I'm very impressive. So check that out. And with that, does anybody have anything else that they want to say before we say goodbye to the viewing public and talk about them?
Oh, David, you know that video that you put up on Facebook of the um, Carla Santana and George Benson? Ah, yeah. That, that was, was so good. I mean, what was amazing is that was television and it was really live mm. talent playing together. It was so impressive. Absolutely. When was this? Where was this? And how can people find it? This was a midnight special, 1971. George Benson and Carlos Santana are playing together, full live, no, no, no tracks or anything. And then the next song had, you have to remember, remind me who was in there. I think Van Morrison was there too. Van Morrison and uh, Etta James and somebody else. Anyway, it was a really great thing that I, it's on Facebook though, I can't put a link up. But if you if you Google, go to Facebook and put Carlos Santana and George Benson, you should find it. And the talent between those two guys was incredible. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. It was really special. So there is a way to find it. I just can't send you a link. Anyway, I was impressed. I thought it was. I thought it was great. Yeah, I like, well, very, I like very good. At, I like looking at clips that are, um, you know, from that era, especially yeah. live ones. Great stuff. They're great. Well, does anybody else have anything that they want to say? Well, with that, then let's just say um, goodbye to everybody that's on social media. I want to thank you all for watching. Just remember to click the like button, subscribe on YouTube or Facebook, uh, wherever you wherever you get your popular uh, social media from. Uh, and uh, we will be back again for the 148th meeting of uh, oh my God. the current event show. And so thanks a lot for watching. Remember, you make it happen. Everything you heard today is an opinion, so do your own research. And we will see you again next week. And once again, you make it happen. So go out and make it happen. Have a great week. Stay safe and healthy. Uh, earn lots of money. And we will talk to you next week. And we are off the air. Off the air. Off the air. <laughs> and we are stopping recording as well. Where did Sam go? That was it.